0: Soccer. Soccer Hello, listener, and welcome into the latest edition of the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, your weekly dip into the world's game being played right here in the Great Lakes State. How you doing? My name is Robert Kerr here with you as always on the show. Very glad to be with you. Exhausted, it's been a heck of a couple weeks. Lots of soccer, lots of work, and lots of sun. Hopefully everybody's doing all right in this super hot July heat. Recording here more of on a midweek. Recovering from the weekend that was. OCFC, my Oakland County FC, finished their season with a 4-2 loss against the USL League Two Great Lakes Division Champs, Kalamazoo FC. Back to back years they've done it. I've got head coach of Kalamazoo briefly on the pod this week talking after the game on Friday night. And then we've also got a dip into the Midwest Premier League who's got a heck of a conclusive weekend coming up between Inter Detroit and Lansing Common. And we've got Luca Maloney. Michigan Soccer Central contributor and the color commentator and much, much more for Lansing Common. But I'll let you guys know that Michigan Soccer Central and Troy United have teamed up for a very cool event at the end of the month. It is the foot volleyball tournament. Or the foot volley tournament going down Saturday, July 30th at 11 a.m. at Dodge Park in Sterling Heights. Yes, you heard it right. Michigan Soccer Central is doing events once more. It's been a while, but we're back at it again since the uh, watch party at the holidays. 11 a.m. at Dodge Park in Sterling Heights. If you haven't been there, it is an amazing venue and it should be a great time foot volley tournament at dodge park two players per team 15 dollar online registration follow our social media for registration link and more details again michigan soccer central troy united foot volley tournament at dodge park check out the michigan soccer central social media channels for registration only $15. That should be awesome. And it's great to be out and about and meeting people and uh, playing some foot volley. That should be a great time there. A couple notes. Got to give a congratulations to NPSL Great Lakes winners. We had... Some guests on from the Muskegon Risers right before their season concluding match. And they did win that to secure an undefeated season and the NPSL Great Lakes division title. So kudos to them. And then obviously Kalamazoo FC on winning USL Two Great Lakes. But there is still one more uh, local summer league to go lansing common versus inter detroit the top two teams in the eastern conference of the missed midwest premier league throwing down on saturday in lansing we're gonna hear much more from that here on the michigan soccer central podcast robert here uh post game from Kelmazoo for oakland county fc to the final game of the usl two regular season here in the great lakes division and kalamazoo fc have won the division for the second team uh, second year in a row and i've got kalamazoo head coach shane lyons with me congratulations coach uh, how'd it feel thank
1: you it feels good it feels good we uh
0: definitely wanted all three points today we we definitely didn't want to backdoor
1: our way into the the
0: tournament we wanted to to make sure we were one seed. So it feels really good. Yeah, because if you didn't win here at Royal Oak High School Stadium, you would have been uh, watching the Flint Bucks game on Saturday with great interest. Definitely don't Definitely. want to let them sneak in ahead of you. So what? what is, a uh, how, how have you built this team? Because Kalamazoo now two years in a row, what's been the key?
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, last year, I think we might've caught a couple teams by surprise you know and then this year being the reigning champs there's no hiding right so we were kind of curious in what the season was going to look like and the fact that we're everybody's team that they're circling and we're still able to pull it off says a lot about the boys and the organization and everyone who runs the the, the
0: club so um how how would you describe the season you came out hot a little bit of wobble mid-season and then finish the season hot yeah how would you describe it yeah it's, it's, i
1: would sum it up a lot like this game today Right, like we started really strong. In the middle of the game, things got a little dicey, but towards the end of the game, we were able to get that second goal again, the second goal lead, and see the game out. So I think it was summed up the season pretty well today.
0: Uh, when you and your Kalamazoo team came here for the first visit on June third, it ended as a two-two, um, and you were pretty fiery after that with your team on the field. Uh, tell us, tell us what that was. Yeah, well, that's easy for me to do, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I
1: mean, the boys set goals even bigger than probably mine this summer. They wanted to go undefeated during the regular season um, and obviously in the playoffs. So just a testament to them. I'm just trying to hold to their standards, and they were able to get a little bit of grit today and
0: find the win, which shows the growth that they've had all season. so. So if you're pulling players like Cyrus Harmon off of your bench, how have you been able to establish such depth of talent for Kalamazoo? It's tough. It's tough.
1: We we were fortunate enough to get a lot of our core players from last season back, so that definitely helps um, them being familiar with one another and the trust factor. And Cy, I got to give him a lot of credit. He's obviously he's one of the guys that everybody knows about every game, and he's been unfortunate to have a couple knocks here and there that kind of kept him out. So, kind of just getting him back into the season, into the swing of things, and it's the right time of the season for him to finally start being working. So.
0: So remind uh, the listeners, how did your uh, playoff run go last year, and what are you hoping for this year?
1: Yep, so last year we made it to the second weekend um, of the playoffs, obviously one weekend short of the big picture, and that's our goal this year, is go all the way all three weeks and
0: and see it out. All right, well, I hope you represent the Great Lakes Division well and Michigan well, and congratulations, Coach Shane Lyons. Awesome, I appreciate it, appreciate it. We will try. Listener, Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, our next segment. We are going to deep dive into the Midwest Premier League action and mostly Lansing Common. They got a win at the weekend, which sets up an exciting final weekend of the Midwest Premier League, a championship winning or at least conference winning matchup at the weekend. So to get the lowdown on Lansing Common and this final weekend, we've got one of the broadcasters and a Michigan Soccer Central contributor on the line to fill us in, Mr. Luca Maloney. Welcome to the show once more.
2: Hey, Robert, thank you for having me on again. Always a pleasure.
0: Yeah, so uh, you do uh, a number of roles, but folks might – have heard your voice doing color commentary on Lansing Commons uh, stream of their games, an excellent stream, uh, I might say. But uh, this last weekend, they were away at Michigan Stars. What happened there, sir?
2: So we come out two-one win. You know, it's Michigan Stars got an early goal in the first half. You know, both teams started to look a little, uh, look a little panic. Uh, Michigan Stars did play a game that Saturday, so the day before at Grand Haven. So, I mean, it's a trip to Grand Haven on one day, a trip back to Washington, Michigan the other. And of course, Lansing Common knew that they arrested guys preparing for that game, knowing that winning out the season would see them win the title. With especially since with the Cedars win on Saturday is Saturday night as well. So you're in the game. It's you, Lansing Common is down one 0 at halftime. They come back out of the half, get two goals, and Gershom Sylvan, the young forward for Lansing Commons, scores the winner in the 77th, 79th minute around there. They didn't have a scoreboard, so it was tough to tell, but (laughs) it was a great goal. It was a great goal by the young kid to give the team hope and putting them in first place. And it's going to set up an exciting encounter for Saturday. We're all just looking forward to it, getting ready for it, and it's now Monday.
0: Was that your first visit uh, to that pitch up at Washington Township?
2: No, no. Uh, I was there last season for that the same away matchup. Uh, this time it was on the outdoor field of the complex.
0: Yeah, I was at there. I did the commentary for the opening uh, game of the Stars U23 Midwest Premier League campaign and we endured a, a ridiculously crazy uh, thunderstorm during the pre match warm up, like in very exposed out there in the uh, far reaches north of uh, metro Detroit. Um, so they sneak a 2 1 win on the road, does Lansing Common. And then you said it sets up a spectacular, and uh, the league really couldn't ask for a better conclusion to the season uh, uh one versus two
2: matchup right absolutely you got it absolutely right it's uh, a great way to end the season both the uh inner detroit with 18 points on the standing so if they get the result and walk away with three points the league's theirs as for lansing a tie or win wins the uh, wins the title for them and for being in second season as a as a club it would be an extraordinary accomplishment but Nonetheless, it's been a very interesting season for them in terms of obviously there was a coaching change, coaching change near the end, a lot of new players, younger players introduced to the side. So I know the team is looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, it wasn't all smooth sailing for the Common this year. And like you said, there was a lot of new players and they had to go uh, younger uh, this year, kind of a... Set the scene, kind of. Can you can you give us the the story of Lansing Commons' uh, second season? Because I uh, spoke with uh, the guys at the top in uh, the top of the board for uh, Lansing, and they said they wanted to do one better after finishing second place last year, and they've gotten a team assembled that have gotten them in essentially the shop window here with one game to play. Kind of tell us the story of Lansing Commons' second season here.
2: So going into the season, uh, they knew they were going to lose a lot of the more veteran players on the side. So you're talking about the guys who played for Michigan State last season, your Zach Kelly, Dante Morissette, Andrew Nicholson. Those guys would not be returning. They would move on to play somewhere else in other clubs around Michigan. So obviously that was a big, and and losing Shetty Omar as well. You know, you're going into a season that your uh, goal scorer from last season, who bagged 10, is no longer on the team so the objective for Josh Oakley was to assemble a a young team but very versatile you know guys who can attack on both sides of the pitch with both feet and while maintaining their their physical attributes that they like in the back line fast tall strong defenders that are good on the ball and that's the team that they assembled going into into the may of, of this year you had they brought in Kevin Payne and Landon Hungerford, two guys from Niagara University, both also from Michigan. So having local guys back on the team that had college ball experience was exactly what Josh Oakley was looking for when he assembled the team at the time. And on the attacking side, you also had guys like Gershom Sylvan coming into the team. He's going to University of Detroit Mercy for the fall. Had an outstanding senior season over at Holt. So I, I really, when we came into the team, it, we knew it was going to be a long process. Josh Oakley always talked about this five-week process in which by week five, he felt that his team was going to be ready to play, ready to go against the Midwest other Midwest Premier League teams and be neck and neck. And essentially, that's kind of what happened. You know, first game in the Midwest Premier League, they tie 1-1 against Tulip City United SC. And you saw signs that obviously the team wasn't gelling very well. There was older players at the club, there's younger players. So that took a lot to gel into the team and to really, for them to really start building a lot of chemistry. But after week five, which if my memory holds well, goes against Cedars FC around mid-June, they come out with a 4-2 win over Cedars. And from there, it seemed like the tides turned. They attacked aggressively. They kept the ball well. And at times, even though at times they struggled, it looked like the team was always progressing. And I will really like the pieces that they brought into the team that are new. Uh, starting goalkeeper job was very difficult to replace, but they've come up with Ethan Brandt from over at Western Michigan, who has been unstoppable in the net for, for Lance and Common. And Mark Mark Wishmeyer from Otterbein College, a very talented central midfielder who, playing his first season also at Lansing Common, really showed signs of growth from day one. And I think the objective for them was to come out as better uh, soccer players by the end of this experience. And now going into the last weekend, I'm sure a lot of those guys are have that same feeling.
0: Enter Detroit, on the heels of Lansing Common, going into the Final game of the season that's going to determine who takes the conference title. How did the first game go between Lansing and Inter
2: Detroit? Uh, they hadn't actually played um, each other. So unlike oh. last season where both, so where the teams played each other twice, one away, one at home, this season was a little different. Obviously they expanded with a couple of new teams like Detroit union, Grand Haven, new teams that were introduced. So the schedule looked a little different. So this is the first time that Lansing common will be going up against this, this year's inner Detroit side.
0: At the beginning of the year, uh, like I said, I spoke with all the the teams in the Midwest premier league to a degree and uh, Lansing common guys, they wanted to go one better than their second place finish. And uh, like I said, they're on the doorstep. And uh the enter Detroit guys were saying that they were going all in on this year. So it's it's pretty interesting that uh, the two most confident teams are uh, in the top two spots heading into crunch time. What do you expect to see from Lansing going into this? Are they building strength on strength? Do you think they're in the best form of the year going into this last game?
2: Absolutely. I think getting that win against stars when they were already in good form. They had a trip over to Milwaukee Torrent on that Friday before the game. But in that game, they played a lot of the rotational players in the NISA Cup game that they knew no even if a win wouldn't have them advance into anywhere in the NISA Cup. So they rested a lot of guys, had a lot of the younger players get minutes on the pitch. And going into that Michigan Stars game, you could see that they were motivated, but the Michigan Stars were a motivated side as well. They obviously lost against Grand Haven 3-1 and they wanted to make up ground. So it was a very competitive game. And by the end of it, you could see the Lansing Common players be, they were, they were very exhausted, very tired, very worn out, but they were thrilled to walk away with three points.
0: Up to this point, who's been your favorite player to watch from up in the press
2: box? I'll have to say Gershom Sylvan has been an incredible player to watch just because of how young he is and how versatile he's been for the team playing all three positions up top. And I've also been a very big fan of Zane Arnold, the right back for Lansing Common. Very tough to play against, very fast, and moves the ball very well.
0: So it's been an exciting year uh, for you. What other roles other than uh, doing the commentary have you been doing for Lansing Common?
2: Other than the commentary. I've been doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff. So uh, during the week, I'll go shoot and edit training videos for social media, get the fans an exclusive look at what ha- what's happening inside training, um, getting talks, getting video of talking with the, both coaches that were there and the, and other players. So fans really get to see what goes on inside of training. Since myself, along with a couple other the broadcasting interns. We get to witness practice. We get to really see the team's energy on the practice field translate onto the game. So it's been very special to watch and be a part of a lot of sides in the in the Lansing Common press box.
0: Lansing Common, probably one of the most unique teams, at least in their uh, their uh, setup and the way they're put together and their their origin stories, but also uh their look they they've got probably some of the most uh unique kits of the year which one of the kits uh have, has been your favorite this far because they've had quite a few right
2: yeah they've had a, i believe three different kits now for this season my favorite is the white charity kit that they've used uh both home and away games i think it's a very clean kit it's one of my favorites i'm sure you're gonna i'm sure you're gonna get one by the end of the season <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I was, uh, looking at some, some previous highlights and there's some, some very colorful ones. And I remember, uh, uh, at preseason, uh, some, some of their release, uh, like some preseason hype pictures of the new kits were pretty cool too. Um, so you, you said mentioned something about, uh, the fans when you're cutting things up and doing some behind the scenes work, how has the support been, uh, in year two out there in Lansing?
2: The support's been amazing. Uh, the supporters group keeps growing with every game. You see more people attending the game, more people being involved with what the supporters group does. You know, in terms of tailgating, helping set up, helping bring in more fans. You just like to see that grow every day, and you get to witness. That's pretty. It's very special. You know, I'm very thankful to be, you know, a small part of it, but. It's a very nice community of what Lansing Common has brought to the city of Lansing and hopefully continue to do so for more years to come.
0: Well, that's definitely good to hear that uh it's snowballing the 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 right way rather than <laughs> uh like uh, melting in in the the summer heat uh that there's more faces uh coming out and supporting. That's fantastic because, I mean, you never know a lot of teams that uh, historically have done well, have seen smaller crowds and obviously in uh, amateur soccer, there's no guarantee of another year. So it's great to see that uh, or hear about um, more and more fans coming out because I have a good time. Uh, viewing and interacting a little bit with uh, Lansing fans. So I'm glad to hear there's more entering the the flock up there. Um, So with Saturday's big game uh, at Lansing at 6 o'clock, winner take all it seems to be between Lansing Common FC and Inter Detroit. Um, If they win, uh, what are you going to do on the broadcast for that?
2: Big question, you know it's i don't I don't like to give the broadcaster's curse, but let's just say I'll be very happy, very excited, but the first thing I'll do is you know get my camera, get on the pitch, and get the reactions of players, coaches, fans, you know because I'm sure either way it's gonna be a special moment to finish the season on a you know on a July Saturday where it's setting up to be a very comfortable afternoon. Yeah, uh, Luca
0: Maloney, the professional, uh, happy but uh, thinking about getting uh, the reactions and the content all on record uh, for the club. Um, how do you, How would one find uh, the stream of the
2: game? The stream is on Lansing Common's YouTube page, so uh, you can find that. Just type into YouTube Lansing Common FC. It'll all be there. It's on their website as well. There's accessible links. So our producer, Scott Oberlander, does a fantastic job with managing the website and the stream. So shout out to him. It's, he's done a fantastic job all season. So we're ha- we're happy to have him. And yeah, the stream will be on YouTube.
0: Luca Maloney, thank you so much for returning to Michigan Soccer Central uh, and kind of laying out how Lansing Commons sophomore season in the Midwest Premier League is gone and kind of setting the table for what should be a very exciting finale weekend.
2: Robert, thank you so much for having me again. As always, it's a pleasure.
0: Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Thank you, listener, for tuning into this week's episode. Thank you to my guest head coach of Kalamazoo FC, Shane Lyons, as well as color commentator, Luca Maloney, for lansing common fc thank you to all the guests that have appeared on our 14 months or so of the show my name is robert kerr along with you once more um before we head out i want to mention one more time be sure to follow along our social media to find the registration link for the michigan soccer central troy united foot volley tournament going down saturday july 30th at 11 a.m at dodge park in Sterling Sterling Heights, a beautiful park and should be an extremely exciting and fun event. Detroit City FC, got to mention them. They've been on the road for a few weeks. They got a nil-nil late night uh, point against Monterey Bay this past Saturday, and they return home this Saturday, July 23rd, for another Western Conference foe as New Mexico United will make their way to Hamtramck to take on a banged-up LaRouche. It'll be good to get them back in town and uh big Saturday in the state. So Midwest Premier League will conclude on Saturday with Lansing Common FC taking on A very, very strong inter Detroit in a first versus second matchup. So, some action in the mid state in the amateur world, as well as mid season professional action going down in Hamtramck. So, be sure to register for the Michigan Soccer Central Troy United Football Tournament July 30th. Two players per team, $15 online registration fee. Be sure to follow our social media for the registration link, and many more details. My name's Robert Kerr, and I hope you're able to make it out to one of these fantastic matches, or maybe some other soccer, or maybe even just some fun pickup soccer. So, until next time, I hope everybody goes out and enjoys their soccer.